Welcome back to the Trifecta Soft Podcast. I'm your host, E-Rock. Go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already, so you never miss another podcast. Also, do me a favor. Go on to whatever podcast app you listen to us on and give us a rating and review. That really helps us rank in the searches. Thank you so much. Let's get into the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Zoe. Thank you. Excited to be here. Uh, I've seen a lot of people that I idolize come on here, so I was like, I was like, I want to message him myself and see if I can get on here and just talk about what I love doing, airsoft. You know. I uh, I was really glad you messaged me because not very many people do. I usually reach out to a bunch of people and uh, and kind of wait, you know, for a response, or whatever. But uh, you messaged me. I've had that a couple times, but uh, I wish more people would, because uh, that way at least I know, like, hey, they want to be on. You know, it's cool. Yeah, I mean, you know, you miss a hundred percent of the shots you don't take. So <laughs> exactly. See if I can do it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, yeah. uh, so you you go by Zoe, right? Yes, I do. My name is Zoe, but I mean, everyone in the airsoft community calls me Zoe, so that's just kind of become my name now. <laughs> Hell yeah! Okay. Yeah. I the uh, the podcast I just got done talking with a guy. He's in Georgia as well, and okay. I, I, yeah, so um, I think he plays like power ops. Okay. That, yeah. He's over awesome. in that area. Okay. Yeah, they they were they had a CQB field, an outdoor CQB field, but I'm pretty sure they just relocated and it's going to be like a huge outdoor field. So like big military events are going to be held there. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's uh, because the first thing I asked him, I was like, "Oh, you're over there. Do you go to? Have you ever played with anybody at uh, SS Airsoft?" He's like, "No, I haven't made it over there." But oh, uh, wow. yeah. That's- I was like, well, you're in Georgia. Don't you know everyone else that's in Georgia? <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. it's like, dude, it's come on. I mean, yeah, it's not hard to figure out who people are around here because I mean, mm-hmm. play airsoft, you pretty much know everybody that plays airsoft in Georgia. That's just kind of how it goes. So you're you uh you play with uh, Spooky and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and Nick over there Sandberg yeah and uh. Yeah, I just actually I, I did a podcast with him a few days ago, and uh, that's coming out Friday. Oh yeah, sick! Yeah, he's a cool guy. Him and him and um, Spooky, those are my good friends. I mean, we just started becoming closer um, a, a few months back. Uh, Spooky reached out to me and asked me if I wanted to be part of FTW, the women's yep. team that was starting. I was like, hell yes! Like, put me on, let's go. Like, I've been playing this sport for so long, and to see something like that finally happening, it's very exciting. Yeah, I'm I'm excited for you guys, too. That was, uh, when I talked to her, she was talking about how her and her friend started that, and, um, you know, for the women. Isn't that what it stands for? Yeah, for the women, yep. Yeah. So it's, uh, yeah, it's been pretty cool. I started following that, uh, Instagram right away. I didn't even, I started following that before I even knew it was her that started it. Oh, so, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I found out while I was doing the podcast with her. Yeah. I mean, she, I was like the first person she reached out to and I had never even played airsoft with her at that point, but I was like, let's do it. You know, we all have a lot to learn. I know she was pretty new to the speed QB scene. 
I myself have been playing competitively for about five years now, so I was like, I love to see it. Let's do it. Let's put in the work and get this thing started. Absolutely. That's cool. So you've been yeah. playing for a while then competitively. Is it mostly at uh, SS there? Is that your home field? Yeah. Um, SS is my home field for competitions, but when it comes to open play, I'm a big fan of GE. It's this small little indoor field in a mall. Mm. Um, it's very CQB, so very close quarters, very aggressive, very fast-paced. It kind of reminds me of a huge CQB field, you know. I mean, that's yeah. when I see that field, that's what it reminds me of. I love it there. But, yeah, I do play SS for my competitive tournaments. And I travel. I'll travel to Nashville sometimes. And hopefully in the near future, we'll, we want to get out more, go to Battalion, Rhode Island, places like that. I love to oh, see yeah. that places are starting to open up more to the speed QB scene and starting to get more into the more competitive aspect of airsoft. Yeah. There's uh speaking of like going up the Northern part, there's a uh, little miss airsoft. She um, plays her. over at full auto. Yeah. Auto arena. Yeah. I, I haven't been there before, but I've seen videos. I feel looks pretty cool. I would love to travel there one day. Yeah, me too. But um, I know in September, Extreme Airsoft in Rhode Island, they're hosting their EA Fest in, yeah, in September. So we're planning on making a trip up there, hanging out with the Nest crew, hanging out with everyone else who plays up there. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah. So what got you into Airsoft? Um, so I was about 11 years old and I grew up with all boys in the neighborhood that I lived in and so I was always doing things that the boys were doing, playing football, basketball, playing outdoors, just always doing stuff that the boys were doing and I had this little aerosol field in my hometown and they were going one day and I was like, well, I want to come. They were like, um, they were like, you're not going to like it, you know, you're a girl. <laughs> and I was like, I'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fun. And I went, and from that day on, I just fell in love with the sport. Like, it just became my favorite thing ever. Every weekend I was playing, even long after they quit, I was still going. I never stopped. I just completely fell in love with the sport. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, uh, I, you know, I most people I've talked with on here, that's kind of what they've done. So especially a lot of the women that I've talked with, they, uh, a lot of them were kind of like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I'll go, you know, if somebody invited them, I don't know if I'll like it or whatever, but then they go and they're like a thousand percent into it <laughs> all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. I never imagined like that happening until it happened. And then it happened. And I was just like, I, I, I wouldn't trade it for anything else in the world. I love it. That's cool. So what's your team that you do uh, competitions with? So we do have five girls now in Georgia. So there's five of us, but the only problem is planning for all of us to play together. It's hard because um, they just have, I mean, we all have lives, you know. So sure. we played in a tournament last weekend, but it was only three of us girls. And then we had to have two other guys. And it was our first time playing together. And we placed, I think we placed fifth out of eight teams. So, you know, I wasn't oh, mad bad. about it. I was pretty proud of us. And I think we grew chemistry a little bit, the three girl, the two other girls that played with me. 
But I think once we get our two other girls out on that field and we actually start playing and building our chemistry, I think we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm very excited about it. Yeah. Yeah, that would be cool. In- now, is, What's that? is uh, Spooky on that? Yes. With, with you guys? Okay. So the FTW team, I mean, you know, it's composed of – we've got some bigger people. Little Miss is on FTW. Yami, I think you did a podcast with her, that girl, Yami. Yep. We have um, Mama Yaga, Me Masher, a bunch of different girls from all around. Uh, our five girls in Georgia, it's me – Pookie, this girl named Marissa, another girl named Bella, and then a girl named Ivy. But yeah, there's five of us. We try to get, we're trying to get more girls, but I mean, you know, it's just hard. You just don't see a lot of girls playing this sport, especially right. when it comes to competitively. I think I see more people, more women playing Milson style more mm-hmm. rather than I do like indoor competitive. But I mean, we're just doing our best to try and find more people, but we're happy with the five we have. It's just a matter of trying to get everybody to be able to play together, trying to plan yeah. it out. Okay. Now, did you grow up in uh, Georgia where you're at? Did, yep. Born and raised, been here my whole life. Sometimes I feel like I want to move, go somewhere bigger. Like, I would love to go to California, but I don't know if I can live there. I love Nashville, <laughs> too. Like, I love playing up there. I love the mountains, but I just don't know if I could move away from Georgia because I've just been here so long. Right. Yeah. Oh, but I mean, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm yeah. still young. So right. Figure it out. That's cool. Did you grow up with uh, with brothers or sisters? I have a twin brother. Okay. And then I have an older sister and then two older brothers besides my twin brother. So, yeah, mainly boys. So, again, that's yeah, kind of right. This. So, like, I'm probably like the least girly person I know, but <laughs> you know, I, I love who I am. I love that I do the things that I do, and, you know, it's just who I am, and I like it. Are, uh, are any of your siblings into uh, Airsoft? No, my no. brother is like the exact opposite of me. He's like terrified of my airsoft gun. Like if he gets yeah. on my nerves, I'll threaten him. I'll be like, you can't mess with me. And I'm going to go get my airsoft gun and light you up. Like you think <laughs> <I'm kidding. laughs> I'm scared of it. It's, it's pretty funny. I don't know. So when you guys, uh, when you guys get together, uh, do they ask you about your airsoft stuff? Are they like, uh, what is, what is it you're playing now? Like, yeah. Like with those little those little toy guns. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of my siblings don't really understand it. Like my brother tells me all the time, like, "Oh, it's a waste of time and money," and I'm just like, "It's not," because it's something that makes me happy. And like, honestly, it's like the, one of the only things I look forward to doing with on the weekends. You know, I work Monday through Friday. The only thing I want to do when it comes to Saturday is go shoot some people with plastic BBs. But um. <laughs> I mean, my dad, he, he shoots real guns. So, I mean, that's kind of something that we bond on. But they still don't have that level of understanding, like, why do you do this? Right. They don't really get it. I guess they probably never will get it. But, I mean, they, they have a pretty clear understanding of what it is that I do. Right. Now, did you uh, you said your dad shoots uh, real steel. Did, did you grow up, like, did he teach you how to shoot and all that kind of stuff? Well, 
Yeah, I mean, I've definitely shot real guns before. I mean, I've had my fair share of shooting. We had BB guns growing up. But, I mean, yeah. by the time I was 11 years old, I had my own airsoft gun. So, I mean, I was shooting guns before then. Probably shot my first gun when I was, like, 8 years old. So, I mean, you know, I grew up and stuff like that. So, it was kind of that experience that got me into actually wanting to play. Yeah. I knew that I enjoyed shooting real guns. So I was like, why would I not enjoy shooting toy guns, you know? For sure. Yeah, that's fun. Oh. And what, um, when, uh, how did you get involved with the tournament stuff? You just kept going to air, you know, like SS, whatever, and then, uh, they asked you to be part of a team or you formed a team? I actually never played at SS until I played in my first BQB event. Um, we had this small, field where I live, and when I was playing, I mean, the first time I played BQB, I didn't have a car yet, so it's not like I was driving, so I, it's not like I could, I live an hour away from SS, so it's not like I was okay. planning on begging my parents to make an hour commute right. SS, but we were just playing one day, and I knew about SS, of course, because I was like, oh, that's where the big kids play, like, I want to go there one <laughs> like, yeah, and I heard about the BQB stuff that they were starting there, and I was like, and I would really like to play there one day. So I think it was 2019, my first competition that I played. I got my friends together. And then it was me me and two other buddies that played in my home field. And then these two random people. And I was like, let's just make a team and go see what we can do. And we just went out there and played, not knowing anything about it. I mean, we, we obviously saw people like SYG play before, you know, LTD. Right seen them play but we, we didn't really know it was all and we loved it it was a blast and i was like oh my gosh i have to do this every month i need to go play in a tournament and <laughs> love it i, I like the fast aggressive moving around a lot the planning the team bonding you get from that i love everything about it except for the drama i don't like the drama but <laughs> <laughs> nobody likes airsoft drama <laughs> no for real yeah, have you guys had uh, issues with that as far as like when you're forming a team or when you're, you know, because I know I've heard that a lot where uh, a lot of guys I've talked with now the more, you know, most of them have talked about like they have bigger mil sim teams and they've had to, you know, learn through the years like, okay, we need to have some kind of process to get on this team because they've had issues with, you know, there's that one guy like there's always that one guy or one person is just, you know, constant drama. Yeah, I mean, the BQB scene is definitely a lot different than it was three, four years ago. Um, when I first started, there wasn't a lot of drama. I mean, you know, I didn't really, I made a team my, around my third, fourth time playing. And I had that team for a good while, but then it just became a lot to keep running a team. So eventually I joined teams and I kind of went back and forth between joining different teams. But I mean, you know, the drama definitely differs. There's definitely like the team that's going to be a toxic team, the team that starts all yeah. the drama. Everyone says that team cheats, you know, there's just going to be drama that's centered around that one team. You know, we did have a couple teams like that back then, but now it just seems like it's with every team. Every team cheats, every team starts drama. Every team Jeez. thinks they're better than the other team, you know. It's right. Just, 
gotten it's gotten so toxic and you know sometimes it gets to the point where it's like why do I do this why do I involve myself in this but I'm just like I want to be the change I don't I don't want to be that's kind of like what we're doing with these girl this girl team like we want to be the change we want to make change in the community and make things less toxic and make things better right on the same hand I mean you know the last tournament that we played in, we got so much hate, dude. Like, I really? thought I got a lot of hate playing by myself. As a girl, playing with two other girls, oh, man, it felt like everybody was out for our necks. <laughs> we had the team, um, it was the two girls that I played with, Spooky. We had yeah. their family team, which is PRA, which is the team that Nick is on. And they were, like, so aggressive towards us, like, it was our first time playing together. We were just like a small pickup team. And I felt like they played the hardest against us and they did against anybody else. And I was just sitting here thinking, why? Like, cut us some slack, you know? I'm glad that they gave us a run for our money. But, like, you know, I didn't I didn't expect them to be so aggressive. And then everyone was acting so cocky towards us. Like, oh, this, these three girls, you know, these two guys who don't know how to play, they're going to be an easy win. You know, I feel like for what we did, I feel like we showed ourselves up pretty good. Like, we got we got a win against a pretty good team, and then we played against another pickup team that was kind of like us, and we went 3-0 and against them. But I just wish that there wasn't so much negativity against girls playing against. I yeah. mean, you know, I'll get on Instagram, and I'll get questions all the time. You're a girl. Why are you playing airsoft? You, you're a girl. Why are you playing airsoft? You know, it's just crazy. Like, I just wish people could just let it be. I honestly, I can't relate. I can't relate to the, uh, to people asking girls anything like that. Like whatever you do, whether you, you know, whatever kind of sport, but like, why, like, how are they not, how how can they not understand that airsoft like would attract anyone, you know, that likes to play it? Like, I, I don't, I just don't, it's weird to me to hear We'll be right back. This episode is sponsored by Skirmish, the future of Airsoft gameplay management. Are you ready to take Airsoft to the next level? Skirmish's innovative gameplay solution keeps players and spectators engaged with real-time updates. Capture objectives, detonate targets, medic, and more at Skirmish-enabled fields. Skirmish tracks every action so you don't have to. Review past games, action by action, and follow your progress in national rankings. Phones are not required. If you want to find out more, head to skirmish.net and check out episode 157 of this podcast where I talk with the owner of Skirmish about how it started and how it works. Stay connected, my friends. I think they kind of feel threatened, you know? Yeah. I think that's kind of what it was. Like, they're, they're kind of like, okay, dang, these girls might be kind of good, you know? We might have to step up our game, talk a little trash, you know? Right. Show them our- male dominance you know <laughs> like and, and, oh i don't want to get beat by a girl yeah we don't want to get beat by girls like mm-hmm. it's like they would almost be like embarrassed to get beat by us but i mean you know it is what it is i've dealt with so much hate towards myself over the past several years that i've been playing so it's nothing new to me but the other two girls they're like oh my god like this is insane and i was like like this what is the gonna hell? be our world like this is just gonna well, right. we're going to have to deal with It's not just going to be at SS. It's going to be anywhere we go. There's always going to be sure. we're going to try and 
they'll break us down and say that we can't do this and say that we aren't going to be good enough, but we just got to yeah. go out there for the Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah, just go have fun, do what you like to do, and, uh, and don't worry about, you know, the haters. Like, uh, somebody I was talking to recently, he said something about the haters. I was like, yeah, I heard somebody say one time, like, uh, you got to love your haters because they're the ones giving you the most attention. <laughs> yeah, they're going to be your motivators. Haters are your motivators. You right. People are going to keep you going. You're going to want to set out there to prove them wrong that should be your goal take the hate and the rage from other people and feel that and the motivation and power to do what you need to do to win i mean that's all right. you can do. hell yeah well when you got out there playing what uh you run mostly pistols i'm a rifle player i've okay. like never run a pistol i probably run a pistol like eight times in like my 12 years of playing airsoft I okay said. I, I love just shooting a rifle. I love it. And what, what do you run? I have an SSG one, a G and G SSG one. Um, but I took the I took the barrel off. I basically took everything off of it that made it an SSG one. I took the stock <laughs> off. I didn't like the adjustable stock. It reminded me too much of a paintball gun. I took the barrel off, and it's got a jack in it. The max hop up. But I put just the basic 10-inch rails on it, and then I put an ARP-9 stock on it. It runs great. I love it. Yeah. Great. It's a great gun. Um, but, yeah, it's it's it fits good for my size. I love it. Good. And I play the way that I play with it. It works. I'm very small, so when I play BQB, I move up to forward positions. And I can, even though it's a rifle, I can still fit well. Mm. And get good angles with it, considering the fact that it is a rifle. But I love it. Yeah, I always, uh, I always wonder how, um, you know, when when I see these PQB videos, uh, how people run, you know, get up in these places really quickly with uh, with a rifle, you know. But if it's uh, short enough, because we have like a uh, one of the smallest ones I that we have, I have hanging on the wall. It's the uh, ARP nine, the G and G ARP nine. I think it's really, t you know, tiny. Tiny. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. And it shoots fast. Yeah, it's great. Um, I mean, I, I didn't have anything like this until even after I started Speaking I was still rocking plain AEGs, and then I got my first HPA, and I was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Where has this been all my life? But, you know, back when I was playing, when I first started playing, HPA didn't really exist. Mm. They didn't have HPA. They just had basic AEGs. They didn't even have green gas, really, when I first started. So it's, oh, like, it's crazy to see how the art is evolving the way that it is. I love yeah. it. Coming out with all this new stuff. See those AAP pistols? And yep. I think those are pretty cool. I like that they're coming out with more stuff for that. The yeah, the, uh, in fact, uh, one of my buddies just texted me this morning and said, with a picture of his AAP-01, that's like... Uh, He's got all – it's all tricked out, and he's got it, you know, mm -hmm. tapped, HPA tapped, and um, he sent me a picture of it this morning saying, hey, you want to test this out? So he lives like 30 minutes away. He's actually been in a couple of our uh, YouTube videos with us, mm -hmm. and um, and he brought his AP over one time, and we tested it out. And um, so he's got all kind of – I was like, what in the world am I looking at here? He sent me this picture. <laughs> <laughs> that thing's all tricked out. It's crazy. 
So your uh, your rifle you use is that uh, that's HPA then? Is that HPA? Yeah, it's got a jack okay. in it. Yeah, it's got gotcha. a jack, a Polar Star jack. Shoots about depending on what PSI I run. I mean, GE field limit. Their field limit is one point two joules mm-hmm. at three hundred and fifty um, FPS, and then SS has a one point four joule limit at hundred and fifty FPS. So I mean I usually run about hundred and fifty PSI and on twos it shoots right at the limits. Gotcha. It's it's a it shoots beams and I mean my first HPA gun before I had this one, I had a fusion. I had mm. such a heavy trigger on it and you know so I'm used to like having to pull my trigger back just like I right. would an AEG you know an AEG the triggers aren't really light on those you really gotta put some force in there to get some fast shooting so now that I have this gun it's got such a light trigger on it I shoot so fast it's crazy it blows my mind I was watching videos <laughs> of me in the tournament uh last week and I was like holy shit man like oh my gosh yeah insane Crazy. Yeah, I was talking to the guy I was just talking to. He uh, played paintball for years, and uh, we were talking about the gun he uses now has a really nice trigger, electronic, you know, it's real uh, light to pull. And he said, man, I get on there, I get, I, I just get spamming that trigger. I, You know, I can't even help it. But uh, I was like, yeah, you should put one of those uh, double triggers, you know, like paintball guns have, and just yeah. <laughs> double tap. But now they got those uh, binary triggers, you know, that shoot. Uh, on the pull and on the release. SCU, those things are insane. Mm-hmm. It's insane. I, I don't. I, I don't. I, I feel like I would overuse it. I feel like I would hurt somebody. Oh, it'd be easy to. I mean, how can you not? It's like uh, it's almost like full auto. It's basically full auto. I mean, if you know how to shoot a gun fast, it's, it's literally full auto. I have people asking me if I'm full autoing already. I can't imagine if I had binary and was just. Laying yeah. it down on the field, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I see my friend shoot him, and I'm just like, I don't want to get shot by that. No thanks. <laughs> right. Well, speaking uh-huh. of that, where's the, uh, have you, where's the worst place you got shot? You ever, you ever have fingers. any? Huh? In the fingers? Yeah, definitely the fingers. The fingers are worse. That's hurt. The worst. Yeah. And my ass. My ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's always the place I get shot the most. My fingers and the ass. The place that yeah. I mean, yeah, like, I have that one, like, right there on my nail. Oh, right on the bottom of the nail. Yeah. Yeah, I've got scars all over the place. So you don't, do you wear gloves when you're playing? No. So I guess I'm kind of a button for punishment with that one, but... Uh, I feel like I don't like gloves. I don't like the way they feel in my hands, and my hands yeah. get really sweaty. I don't like them like sliding everywhere and messing with the way that I pull my trigger. I actually pull my trigger with my middle finger. Oh, okay. I don't really. Yeah, it, they just never work out. Anytime I try and wear them, I'm just like, nope, can't do it. I was uh, I was talking to one of the girls in the UK, Vixen, and she said, uh, "Yeah, it's like every time I get shot in the ass, all the time. Like what you know." Like, no, who's coming up behind me? That's what she thought, too. Yeah, for sure. I'll, I'll, I'll warn my friends. I'll be like, don't shoot me in the ass. <laughs> don't do it. I was like, it hurts. You don't want to get shot in the dick. Don't shoot me in the ass. 
<laughs> right? Oh, yeah. I, well, I was joking with somebody about uh, if you go to Speak QB, you better wear like two pairs of underwear. You know, you don't get shot yeah. down there. <laughs> Some padding. Oh, because people can be ruthless in Speak QB, too. They'll walk right up to you and put a bullet in your dome right in the head. That's why. I mean, I was just normally wearing a beanie, but I recently just bought this ski mask, so I wear the ski mask now, and I wear my beanie over the ski mask, because I'm so tired of getting shot in the head. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that's got to um, hurt. Especially if you get, like, shot, like, right around here, and your whole, like, head starts ringing, you're like, oh, my <laughs> God. Well, that was the worst place I got shot when I played paintball, was right here on the on the jugular vein. Oh, yeah. And I just turned like this to look somewhere, and pow, you know, I said, oh, my God. And the guy was, like, 20 feet away. Oh, gosh. <laughs> I mean, then you have those people who shoot hot, who are shooting way, way too, way too hard. Yeah. Did you get shot by that? Oh, one time, uh, someone was shooting two jewels. Ooh. Two jewels. At Damn. At FPS. And they lit me up. It dropped me to the ground. I was I'm sure. Me to the ground. I was like, oh. <laughs> it hit me across the light right here. And I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. I thought I was going to die. Now, I saw your uh, on your Instagram you, the um, the uniform you wear. You got, like, the uh, tack pants with uh, knee pads? Yeah. Is that right? Um, the knee pads aren't built into them. Those are just, like, hard plastic knee pads. I used to wear the soft, like, dye knee pads. Right. If you hit a BB on those things, you are going to face plant down to the ground. And I was right. so tired of this. I was like, I need to get some hard knee pads. But, yeah, I wear those. Then I wear my black BDU pants, and then I'll wear a tan long sleeve BDU, or just a t-shirt. It really just depends on how hot it is. Right, I don't right. even wear shorts, but yeah. And then I have a tap backpack with a tap chest rig, and a speakeasy belt, and then I carry six mags. I carry three across the chest, and then three on the side of my belt, on the right side. Six mags? Damn. You probably don't ever really have to use that many, right, in the matches? Because they're pretty quick. Uh, I mean, it depends. Depends on how long the mag it matches. Depends on the game that we're playing. I mean, gotcha. speaking about three rounds, depending on what position I'm playing, I can go through six mags. But, I mean, it's always uh, just a, as a just-in-case. I usually, on average, I use about four mags. So when you guys do the uh, speed QB match, uh, what is it, three rounds is the... So it's three rounds, 5v5, and the objective, there's a flag in the middle. Mm. So, of course, you have two objectives, kill all the enemies or get the flag to the wall. And, I mean, the way they do it, they kind of have this cool thing, I guess. If you get the flag to the wall, you get a certain amount of points. And if you each player you eliminate, you get a certain amount of mm. points. But if you bring the flag to the enemy wall with an enemy still alive, you get a you get bonus points. And people have actually pulled that off before. Oh shit! Not paying attention, and you just run while the other enemy's still alive. And if you get the wall, you get extra points. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's very very aggressive. I mean, there's defense. There's a defensive and aggressive side to it. Yeah. Not every team is going to go for the flag. A lot of teams, they like to stay back. It also depends who you're playing against. I mean, you know, out of the four teams that we played last weekend, we played 
three of the teams defensively because we knew that was our best option. We didn't want to play aggressive and then end up getting everybody out and not having right. any players left. So, I mean, play defensively. So I guess it just depends on which kind of route you're going to take. But, I mean, there are a lot of aggressive teams out there that want to go straight for flag, want to push right. up on the more aggressive up front middle positions to, you know, get that advantage. Because, I mean, if you do get to those – Positioned, you have an advantage because you can see more of the field, mm-hmm. and you know the people who are playing defensively might not know where you're at. But it, I right. guess it just depends. Yeah. yeah. Now, have you ever played the uh, like outdoor speed QB fields? Or I guess they're are they still called speed, uh, speed QB if they're outdoor? Um, I only know. Of the one outdoors BQB field, and it's kind of, it's got the same layout as a paintball field, so it's played on turf, but it's got paintball barriers, and yeah. it's airsoft. I've never played there personally. I don't do much outdoor. Mm-hmm. Um, I played at Power Ops back when it used to be in Atlanta, Georgia. I played gotcha. there for a few times, but and I've done one like small Milsom event, but I like it. Oh, okay. I'm open to Milsom. I just prefer to be doors where it's nice and cool. And- <laughs> I was just going to say, especially being in Georgia, uh, you know, playing outdoors whew, in the summer. It's so brutally hot and humid right. out there. It's crazy. And, and I mean, it's, it's not even June yet. And we're already getting in the high 80s. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have, uh, you know, I'm in Simpsonville, South Carolina. So we're uh, a lot of similar weather is what you guys have. So the high humidity and and heat, you know. I'm, I'm in my room right now and I'm burning up. Like, I'm, <laughs> I'm sweat. Like, I'm bringing sweat over here. And <laughs> it's almost 9 o'clock at night, you know? It's crazy. Oh, yeah. Crazy. But, yeah. Yeah, yeah I was talking to... I, I think it it might have been spooky. I can't remember. Somebody recently, or maybe it was Little Miss Airsoft. I don't, somebody was talking about, uh, that I talked to recently, was talking about how they really like the indoor. Oh, no, it was Yammy. Uh, that girl, Yammy. Um, yeah, she's part of the FTW as well. She was talking about the, uh, uh, you know, being indoors, that she's played outdoors before. And it's just too hot, you know. She I likes mean, being in there where it's air conditioned. Yeah, you mean it's hard. I mean, if you play as aggressive as you would as an indoor field, you know, you'd pass out. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> running constantly and stuff, and mm-hmm. not really. I don't know how the Milsom guys get out there and play for like twelve hours straight. I I couldn't do it. I'd be done after two hours. I'd be like, okay, I'm well. Fine, y'all. What I've seen so far uh, is uh, most of them don't play for that long. So they really, you know, most people that go to these mill sims, they enjoy the whole weekend, like the camping and, you know, the social event. And they'll play just a few hours at a time of airsoft. So they'll play like two hours and they'll go kick back in their tent or, you know, at the campground, whatever, cook out and, you know, just kind of hang out. And yeah. then go play like a couple hours of the night game or whatever. So now yeah. the the ones that do the uh, – have you heard of uh, Milsim West? I have not. So Milsim West, they do uh, like 
really strict mil sims. So there'll be a, they, I guess the popular one they do is like a 40 hour continuous. So once they say go, you don't go back to your car. You don't go back to like you play nonstop for 40 hours on the field. So, (laughs) so the, the podcast I did with um, Mr. OT, he was talking about the very first time he played a Milsim. He went to a Milsim West event, not even knowing that it was that involved. He said he lasted nine hours and quit. <laughs> so he was oh like, uh, he goes, I felt so bad about it. But, uh, you know, he didn't, I guess he was getting sick or whatever that weekend. But uh, so he was like, yeah, it's, it's, you have to prep for that one. Yeah, that's definitely something that you need to take time to prepare for. I I can't even. I've only only like this Nelson considered event that we did um had this outdoor field in Georgia called Georgetown, mm. and they had like a zombie night. So we played a couple outdoor games. They were like an hour long each, which is the yeah. longest I've ever played airsoft consecutively. It was fun, you know. I was crawling in the dirt, you know, having a good time, dodging in the trees, you know reviving people it was fun i enjoyed it but i i couldn't imagine playing much longer than that and then you know the zombies at night we were zombies so you know we had the glow sticks and we were pretending like we were bystanders we didn't have guns so we had to like run towards people and you know i almost broke my ankles like five times trying oh my to God. get up in a good spot and slipping everywhere right I had my gear on Blend in, and I was just slipping and sliding all over the place. It had rained that day, and it, it, was, it was a blast, though. It was so much fun. But that's I'm cool. So glad I didn't get hurt. Now, when you down. do the uh, when you do the tournaments, like indoors and stuff, what do you um, like? How long of a day is that? How long do you stay there and play? Is that like you know an all day kind of thing? So the tournament itself usually will start around six six thirty. And then it just lasts until we finish. Normally it ends around 10, 11-ish, just depending. Okay. But I normally go there all day. I mean, you know, I want to get there, fill my gun, make sure everything's running good, get a plan together, talk to my teammates, figure out who's going to go where, you know, do what we can to prepare ourselves for that night, which usually takes about four hours. Mm. I mean, to do everything that I need to do when it comes to planning. And then, you know, I want to talk to my friends talk to the people at SS, you know, just eat, eat some food, you know, just do what I need to do. So we'll normally be there the whole day. Just depends, you know. I mean, I yeah. know there are tournaments that are earlier in the day, but the only tournaments that I played at in Nashville and SS, you know, they do it at night. But, yeah, usually about it usually lasts about four hours, four or five hours. Okay. Yeah, that's cool. We went, uh, actually, I think I did a video on it on our YouTube channel. We went to, uh, CQB field here in South Carolina in Columbia. It's called, uh, Airsoft Columbia. And, um, you know, it's real small, but, uh, I just went and filmed. So they gave me a riot shield. Actually, I was standing behind a riot shield, walking around the field while, while the, you know, they're all running around and, uh, you know, and and we were there, you know, for probably four or five hours. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's so good time. Have you, yeah. Have you ever, you live in South Carolina. Have you ever been to um, Battle Cats? I have not. So I haven't personally. 
the uh, the guys, so two of my sons and their friend that are on our channel, they uh, they've been to Battle Cats, they've been to um, Eskew, they've been to um, damn, there's another one. So Airsoft Columbia, Battle Cats, Eskew, and then uh, and of course uh, GTI. You know where we went okay. to the uh, big mill sim. Gotcha. Yeah. Yep. But I've okay. only been to Airsoft Columbia and GTI. I know. I just. I was just wondering because I know I wanted to go up there, but yeah. I know they allow HPA there. Oh, okay. No, so I know they only do um, AEGs and gas. The green gas too. pistols. Yeah. And then their limits like really low, and I don't even think my AEG. I think their limits F, like 350 FPS. I don't even think my AEG can shoot that because it's basically. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I think uh I'm trying to think they've been to I, I don't know if they actually played there at Battle Cats, but they've been to that, you know, because they have like a store or whatever. They've been there a handful of times. But yeah. uh yeah, this so before COVID hit a couple years ago and shut everything down, I was uh I was planning on going with them to Battle Cats to do like, you know, to film like an interview with some of the guys that work there and the owner or whatever. But, uh, so we, that's still kind of, you know, something I want to do, but, um, yeah, cause I haven't seen their, their field. Yeah. Now, did you uh, find out about them online? Yeah. Um, a team that I used to be on, one of the guys that was on the team, even though he didn't really play as much anymore, he lives in South Carolina. And he was talking to me about it, and I was like, oh, that sounds cool, you know, I'd like to go there one day. I mean, I'm not too awfully far from South Carolina, you know, like, if I carpooled with my friends, we only would have been, like, two hours away, so it wouldn't right. have been bad. Um, of course, I left the team, so I never ended up going, but I still want to make a trip out there one day, hopefully. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, well, that's uh, something I was talking to Spooky about, and uh, Nick was uh, I need to come down to SS, you know, sometime yeah, and hang out with you guys and, you know, film some stuff or whatever while you guys are playing. Oh, yeah, that would be, that'd be dope. I mean, they've, SS has definitely grown a lot from when I first went there. It's crazy the amount of popularity they've gained and how many people have actually come see the field, you know. To me, that's like my home field and, crazy to see all these big people come there and play there it's like crazy i'm just like oh my gosh like that's insane but yeah you should definitely come out there and play it's dope i know as the people at ss would love to have you out there they probably think it'd be awesome now did you yeah. go to the uh 12 year anniversary i did i played i, w I didn't play i played a little bit on friday um i didn't go on saturday there were some people that i did not want so I um a team from Tennessee Slaughter Gang they came oh, yeah. down and a couple of us went to um Six Flags instead of going and then on Sunday I did play in the competition with them. Played in the three V the four V four pistol competition. Okay. Yeah. Oh that's cool. I kinda miss like the big big powwow event on Saturday, but I just there's some people that didn't want to be around, so I was like, you know what? I wasn't out to be there. I don't, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> yeah, because there was a lot of, uh, a lot of people traveled 
from you know a bunch of different states to go there. I think Little Miss Airsoft was there as well. Yep, I got pictures with Jess. I love Jess. Yeah. And I'm so yeah. glad she's part of our team now. But I met Jess. I met the guy from Slaughter Project, which was, like, so cool. I was like, I love his merch. Like, he gave me a T-shirt, and I was fangirling so hard. I was like, oh, my God, I got a t I didn't actually get a chance to talk to any of the guys on SYG, but I did get to see them, and that was, like, my first time ever seeing them, and I was like, oh my god, like, I'm in the presence of people from SYG, like, that's crazy to me, because like, those are my idols, I idolize them so much, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah, got a patch from C7 Viper, I talked to US Airsoft, yep. I talked to some random guy, Kev. Oh, dude, so, that's awesome. Yeah, it was dope. It was really cool to see those people there and just meet people that I see on social media all the time and I'm, like, super big fans of. I thought it was dope. Yeah, that is cool. Well, listen, I have a, uh, I have a question for you. Uh, pretend you just won $25,000 on a scratch-off. What airsoft equipment are you going to buy? Oh, man. <laughs> $25,000. Probably gonna buy another fusion. Play a fusion engine. Probably throw it in a G and G body. Make it super, super long and like milsome. Like I want to put scopes on it, suppressor, deck it out, a suppressor with a tracer built in. I want a DSG or an SSG. Hmm, I don't know. One of those. Play some new equipment, probably buy like four different uniforms, more BDU pants and stuff. Uh, I need a new mag pouch because mine has like a tear on the side of it. So I definitely buy that. So many magazines. Oh god, I don't even know how many magazines <laughs> I buy. So many magazines. Like 30 bags of BBs. <laughs> right. Uh, new mask. I really need a new mask. I'm like, I would get it done custom by Rogue. I was just going to say, yeah, Rogue Customs. Yes, I would definitely get him to customize it. And I'd probably build a high Kappa and an AAP one. Nice. I don't know. I, I, I would figure out some way to blow all the money. I know I would. Of I course. Yeah, yeah, that's... Uh, well, I always try to find out what, uh, what somebody's dream gun is, you know? I, you know, I don't really... I know a lot about guns, but I can't really say that I have a dream gun. I just shoot whatever is given to me. I'm just happy to just shoot whatever I can get my hands on. <laughs> and if you had a chance to uh, play with any team out there, who would it be? SYG. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought you would say that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm such a big fan, though. Oh. Hell yeah. Oh uh, yeah, it would well, be so cool. Zoe, it's been uh, it's been really nice talking with you and meeting you. I'm glad you reached out. Yes, I I was just like you know I I knew that Spooky was gonna be on it. I saw that Nick was on it, and then I saw that Yami was on it. I was like yeah, I wanna I wanna be on it too. I wanna join in on the fun. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, let me send a message and see what happens. And thank you so much for letting me be on here. I've enjoyed this. This is. I don't really talk to people about this stuff. I mean, you know, casual conversations, but never gotten really in-depth about the stuff yeah. like I did today. So, yeah, it was definitely dope as hell.
Oh, good. I'm glad. Well, I appreciate you and uh, appreciate what you're doing with the uh, FTW and joining the team and doing the tournaments and everything out there, keeping it, keeping it fresh and alive. <laughs> yes, you'll definitely be seeing more of us, hopefully sometime in the near future. Hopefully next month we're planning on trying to get our first tournament with all five girls. So hopefully I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, for uh, sure. I want to see, uh, a, you know, a lot of, a lot of uh, social media stuff from you guys about that. Yes, of course. Definitely pushing on the social media aspect. I mean, that's the biggest way to get your name out there nowadays. So definitely going to be pushing on that. So there's going to be a lot more coming from us. And Good. Well, where can, uh, where can people find you online? So my Instagram handle is, I don't even know my Instagram handle. And I'll tag all these in the uh, video too, so. Yeah, yeah, no problem. Yep, so my Instagram handle is FTW underscore Zoe. That's my only Instagram page. And then um, if anybody wants to add me on Snapchat, it's Zoe, Z-O-I-E dot K-O-2. And then on Facebook, you can find me just looking at my name, Zoe Kuhn. It's on my Instagram. It's on my Snapchat. So those are my tags. Um, hopefully, I'll have a YouTube channel soon, but, you know. I haven't cool. the work yet, but yeah, hopefully soon. But yeah, those are, that's my Instagram, my Facebook, and my Snapchat. Anyone can feel free to add me. I love talking to new people, especially in the airsoft community. I like learning new things. You know, I to, you learn something new every day, and if I can learn something new about airsoft, then hell yeah, I'd love to. <laughs> hell yeah. Well, listen, it's been awesome. I appreciate you, and uh, we'll have to do it again soon. Of course, yeah, no problem, man. You have a great night. Again, thank you for letting me be on here. It's an awesome experience. Of course. Hell yeah. All right, have a good night. All right, yep, you too.